Welcome to the Bulls Guys Podcast. Welcome to the most unfiltered, unbiased podcast in Bulls Nation. I am your host, Kenyatta Wright, and here's my co-host, Mr. Kataka. What's going on, Bulls fans? The Bulls are moving on, Kataka. Yes. They pay the Miami Heat for the HC. We're going to talk about it when we get back. Don't go away. Bulls Guys podcast gives Bulls fans the latest Bulls news, rants, and information that they can't find anywhere else. Catch K-Dub and Kataka on the Bulls Guys podcast. Unfiltered and unbiased, the Bulls Guys podcast. All right, back on the Bulls Guys podcast. So Kataka, man, this game... Was a roller coaster for me, man. I, I, I halfway through the game, I done gave up on the team. We was down by fifteen, down by as many as what nineteen points. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like, is this is how the season going to end? This is how it's going to end. And I'm like, man, trade everybody. AK need to do something. He need to change the team. And I kind of still feel that way because based on where we ended the season at, I, I didn't envision us being a play in. But man, like. The way they fought back and the way Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan collectively and Pat Pat Williams in that third quarter wouldn't allow this team to just fall behind and just lose this game. Man, it tells me that this is a team that's – they could possibly be battle-tested and going into the playoffs, and I'm not picking them to win the first round if they do win the AFC, the AFC battle against the Miami Heat, but – they showed a lot of character in this in this game. They could have easily gave up on this game, Kotaka. Right, I agree with you, man. I was I was just like you, man. I was like, you know what? They're not gonna. I mean, I, I said that Toronto's length was gonna be the the calluses of of this game, and 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 early on for the first what two and a half, three quarters, um, they length, man. It was 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 a big issue. Mm-hmm. But um, the the, this, the key thing I know you mentioned Zach. Stepping up, which was huge. DeMar DeRozan doing his thing back in Toronto and Pat Will. But the key thing was taking Vooch out and put some athletic people up in now. Derrick mm-hmm. Jones Jr. By having Derrick Jones Jr. in that to match up with Siakam was key. Yeah, I, I, I see a lot of the switches I felt like was bothering the Bulls, especially when they kept putting Van Vliet on Vooch to guard him at the mm-hmm. three-point line. And then uh, we were getting stops in that third quarter, mostly Pat Williams getting stops on Barnes and Siakam. I'm taking turns guarding both of them, but mm-hmm. we wouldn't get the offensive rebound and they were getting putbacks and second chance points. I felt that was killing us. So we we were like grinding our way back into the game during the third quarter. And it's like we got stronger and stronger and stronger. And then when we put Pat and Pat and um, Caruso in the backcourt, I felt like we 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 really shut them down, and we went on like a fifty to like thirty something run. I believe I forgot what it was, but we went on a, a huge run in that mm-hmm. second half when we put those two in. It kind of completed the run, and Toronto couldn't score for a while when we put Pat Bev and Alice Caruso in the backcourt, forcing the pressure. They was getting a lot of steals. You know, Pat was getting in their pockets, stopping them from getting comfortable, just dribbling the ball up the court. We, we got really into them and started making them uncomfortable, and they started forcing shots, and then the Bulls started getting the transition, 
and then Zach coming down and hitting a couple shots, getting to the foul line. And it was the rest was history, man. Like it just started to you just started to see the light at the end of the tunnel, the closer and closer we got to the fourth quarter and the end of the game. I'm gonna add add to that, okay, is that um another key thing I forgot. Free throws. Toronto was what eighteen from thirty eighteen for thirty six. Fifty mm-hmm. percent, while we were eighty-one percent of eighteen and twenty-two. That right there, my friend, was another key thing because had Toronto hit at least another ten more free throws, that would have been a difference maker as well. Yeah, Toronto shot fifty percent um, from from the free throw line. Uh, the Bulls shot eighty-one percent. Yeah, um, Siakam missed the key. Uh, free throw he missed two free throws at the end right there he, he could have tied the game yep and i felt like that was not a foul like he jumped into foul. the shot after he got fouled he was on yep. the ground yep. and he didn't even attempt the shot yet and they gave it to him but you know playground justice you know like rasheed wallace say the ball don't lie and he missed two straight free throws so when he missed those i'm like man we won this game yeah gucci main tried, tried to um get that game back to toronto mm-hmm. um but uh but yeah man i mean hey hats off to the bulls now we got a, a better matchup that's more in our favor against miami we've been beating miami all year man so i felt like this game really tested us for that game because toronto got linked against us that's our kryptonite so yep. if we're able to beat them with them being bigger than us and out muscling us Mm-hmm. what do you think we're going to do to Miami? And we're used to beating Miami. We beat them in Miami this year. I think we beat them like two, two or three times this year. Yeah, we beat them. Uh, I think we beat them three times. Right. So yeah. it, it's a team that we're used to beating. They don't look like themselves, man. I picked them to win in that, that last playing game, and they lost that game, man. So yeah, to the Atlanta that... Hawks, a team I think they're way better than, you know, so – I was surprised at that. They were the deciding seventh seed. All they had to do was win one game and they were in. But, you know, the only thing I'm scared about is that, you know, you're going to get that Pat Riley speech. It's going to be hard for them to lose two games at home. So the Bulls still going to have to bring it. I think they're going to be riding off of emotion. They know that this is it if they do lose. And then you're going to try to beat them on their floor. I mean, but the Bulls just did it to Toronto. So it could be done. But right. this is also a rivalry. Like the Bulls, let's not forget the Bulls and the Heat. No love lost between these two organizations. Mm-hmm. We got to have, we definitely got to match up a better matchup. But um, I mean, I mean, we can actually go with a small lineup and mm-hmm. actually and actually do our thing. And Vooch, yeah, Vooch definitely should be eating up that post, man, because Bam didn't really show it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he got the height on Bam. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, Bam probably has the quickness, but still, we we still got a better matchup, you know. But we got to stop them from three point shooting because they were they were off. Miami was off in that game. I mean, they they weren't hitting they weren't hitting nothing at all. So we just got to make sure we don't get caught up in these picks, and um and stay on, and actually stay on their shooters. I don't know why I felt like Pat was going to give up that game. I mean, not Pat. Um, Kobe was going to give up that game with some of the decisions he was making on the floor, man. But I'm like, man. Kobe was killing me out there. He was forcing passes and getting beat on his by his man. I'm like, man, Kobe, come on. But Kobe has had a good year, so I'm not gonna beat him up too much in this game. Like Kobe is one of the reasons why we even got to play it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and guys, so. guys got to get his shots, man. I mean, I know we our shots weren't really falling, but we, 
like I told you before, we're not a, a big three-point shooting team, so mm-hmm. we can't be falling in love, trying to fall in love with the three against this Miami Heat team because they will make us pay. That's the we thing. Gotta, I'm. That's the thing. I'm afraid. What you gonna say? I was gonna say we just got to keep doing what we're doing, like driving to the hole, like Zach was doing all fourth quarter. Yeah, but the thing that bothers me the most is that even though we came out victorious in this game, I just don't like this habit of the Bulls always fighting by, from behind. Yes. And I don't want to do that in Miami. I want to go in there early and punch them in the mouth and just take that game like we're taking candy from a baby right. and just rest our guys halfway through the third and fourth quarter and just, you know what I mean, get ready for the playoffs. I don't want this to be a tug-of-war game. And I don't want us to go into this like letting them punch us first. Like right. this is it, bro. You lose this game, your season is over. So there's no reason why we should go into this game lazy, like it's a regular game. No, this is your season. You need to go into this game and just totally take them out of the damn game. Don't let them right. get no confidence. You know what I'm saying? Just take it from them because right now Miami is feeling bad about themselves that they lost last game. Mm-hmm. The Bulls got to add more to that wound, add more salt to that wound, and just put their foot on the necks and take them out of it in the first two quarters. I want exactly. a blowout, but I don't know if that's possible. Yeah, I don't think a blowout going to happen, but I just want a competitive game. Like you said, don't don't start sluggish, you know what I'm saying, but have a competitive game. I mean, they they were in this game, they were pretty, pretty close, but they just, you know what I'm saying, the shots weren't falling in. They kept trying to shoot the three ball. But um, I'm curious to see if Billy Donovan is going to use more of his bench. He only went with like a what a, a eight or nine man um, rotation, and yeah. usually in the playoffs, man, you you usually go deep on your bench, man. I mean, use the mother guys. Well, I need Andre Drummond in there against Miami. I do too. I, I definitely need Andre Drummond in the game. Um, I need Derek Jones Jr. to play stretch four. Mm-hmm. So he could pull Adebayo out from the rim mm-hmm. to guard him. So um, what's the name can get more rebounds um, with uncontested drumming. Yeah. And um, listen, I might I might even want to see a Vooch, Drummond, Derrick Jones Jr. at the same time lineup. Dude, I don't, have we ever seen that? I, I'm curious to see that lineup as well. But I don't think we've even seen that type of line. But that means you can actually – you can actually do that lineup, man. I mean, yeah, if yeah. And then in the back row, I want Pat Bev and I want Zach. Yeah. That's the kind of lineup I want. You know, you got outside shooting with Vooch and Derrick Jones Jr. And then you got outside shooting with Zach. And then you got defense at the yeah, rim defense. with Drummond. And then you got defense in the back row with Bevin. Perimeter, right. Perimeter defense and post post defense. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I like that the, that mixture. You know, hopefully Billy is, is uses that mixture. You know what I mean? But, man, this was a, a, a hard-fought game, and I'm going to admit something on air. I doubted my team for once. One of the, It was one of the rare occasions in my life that I actually doubted my team and was like, man, we're done. And yeah. they came back and forth and, and won this game. And I'm going to tell you what, the Bulls have shocked me for the first time this year. I'm agree with you right there, bro. I'm, I'm right along. Don't don't take all the credit. I'm, I'm gonna admit it as well, cause I was in pools. I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and just choke this up as a loss. But yeah, I mean, I admitted that they proved me wrong tonight, man. Cause I'm, I was for sure thinking we were just gonna be uh, an embarrassment tonight. It was gonna be a blowout. But this actually so far, as far as the playing games, one of the most, if not the most exciting one. 
I think you know, it is the most exciting. It's better than that Lake. Yeah, better than that Lakers one. All right, we come back. We're gonna run down the stats, and I'm also gonna give you my play of the game right after this break. The Bulls Guys podcast can now be heard and followed on all social media platforms. Follow us on YouTube, IG, Facebook, and Spotify. Unfiltered and unbiased, the Bulls Guys podcast. Got the stats of the night. The Bulls had 36 rebounds. They were out rebounded by Toronto 50, 50 to 36. Assists, the Bulls had 20. Toronto had 23. The Bulls had nine steals to Toronto's five. Ten block shots for the Bulls, five for Toronto. Uh, the Bulls had 10 turnovers in this game. They forced 14 to Toronto turnovers. 22 fouls for the Bulls, 18 for Toronto. The Bulls shot 48% from the field. Toronto shot 43% from the field. The Bulls shot 81% from the free throw line. Toronto shot 50% from the free throw line. The Bulls shot 26.9% from three. Toronto shot 35.5. Bad shooting night from the three for both teams. And my player of the game, who else? Zach Levine with 39 points. He literally willed this game. And this was the first time that I could actually say that Zach showed that he's clutch when we really needed them. Yeah, I'm a, um, since you picked Zach, I'm gonna go ahead and pick DeRozan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even because he was pissed off early on and ripping towels and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, but he didn't give up. Scored 23 points, 10 from 19 from the field. Mm-hmm. He only shot one, made one three, um, three point attempt, but, you know, he got seven rebounds, three assists. So, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give hats out to DeRozan doing this thing back in All right, right. that's our stats and play of the game. All right, so Kataka, to this Miami Heat-Chicago Bulls matchup, it's an interesting one because this is a rivalry that goes back many, many years, Um, even during the Jordan years where Alonzo Mourning put that knot on Scottie Pippen's head to, you know, the baby Bulls era facing Dwayne Wade and Shaquille O'Neal, defeating them for nothing after they beat us the previous year. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you go to the Super Friends um, with LeBron, <laughs> Chris Bosh, and and Dwayne Wade up against Joe Kim Noah, Luol Deng, and Derrick Rose and their playoff battles. Went to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Miami Heat in 2011. Battled up against them in their 27-game win streak and snapped that and played them in the playoffs in 2014 with a – Luol Deng that had a spinal tap and Joe Kim Noah with a foot of um, injury in which we pulled it out. Oh, well, no, we didn't pull it out. We pulled it out against Brooklyn and then lost to Miami in the following round. But yeah. it's a long history, man. Yeah, yeah. I think Taj had a uh, turf toe as well. Mm-hmm. Him and Joe Kim. But yeah, uh, man, it's, it's a... Joe Kim had plantar fasciitis. That's what I was trying to figure out. Okay. But I know, uh, I know Taj had turf toe, I think, that year too, a lot, you know, a few times. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, man, this is this is a great rivalry, uh, and I know uh, Pat Riley is definitely gonna rowdy rowdy his guys up, mm-hmm. you know, get them get them going, you know what I'm saying? Because you know he he oh Jordan one, you know what I'm saying? So we'll mm-hmm. see. Man, um, the Rosen had 23. He shot 10 for 19. He had a slow start in this game, man, but he finished pretty strong. Um, Nicola had 14 points. In this in this game, um, 
Patrick Beverly, man, came in and really, really put his stamp on this game defensively along with Caruso. That was just the difference in the game to me. Because mm-hmm. um, let's just keep it real. I mean, even with Zach's 39, if we don't have that defense from those guys, I mean, you know, it's, it's basically trading baskets. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see, I, I guess, if those two on the court together, it's, it's like a, a, a there's a pros and cons because neither one of them shoot the three, you know, mm-hmm. you know, at a high at a high number. But I mean, defensive wise, yeah. But if you're going to have them two out there, I mean, you got to have Zach out there at the mm-hmm. three. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to have Vooch got to get his touches. He's going to have to eat up that paint because you need at least two good scores out there because we really don't have a power forward that's going to bring it. So if you're gonna mm-hmm. do that lineup, you gotta you gotta have those two guys out there on the floor with them. Uh, let's go to Toronto stats. Uh, Fred Van Vliet had 26 points. He shot eight for 22, seven for 13 from three point, and um, Scotty Barnes had 19 points, seven for 13 in this game. Pascal Siakam, man, I wanted this guy to come to the Bulls, man. I really yeah. like this dude. 32 points, 13 for 22. Dude is a mega star, man. He's very underrated to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, six assists, one steal. Basically filled the stat sheet, man, in 42 minutes. Uh, Anna Novi with 13 points, uh, two for seven for three. Um, man, uh, yo, Toronto got a bright future. They they really do. They got a nice young team, a nice young nucleus over there. They got a team that they could roll with for the next four years and watch that team grow and build with it. But I don't know if players like Siakam and Van Vliet that were part of that, those title teams want to stay there and, and, and rebuild, you know. Yeah, they got a um, – I'm just looking at they, they roster. Yeah, they starting five is, is tight. I like uh, OG as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they starting five is tight. I mean, mm-hmm. but when you go past there, you really don't have – that's where they hurting at. They really don't have a bench. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that eventually – Siakam, Barnes, and Van Fleet are going to be one big contracts. So now you're going to be able to afford to keep, you know what I'm saying, all three of those guys. Mm, I don't that, think they will, man. Yeah, and that's going to be hurting them. I mean, to keep to keep all three of those guys, it's going to be tough, man. But, you know, maybe they spend the money and do it. I think the biggest surprise tonight, man, Scotty, I mean, Gary Trent Jr. with two points tonight. Like, what's going on with him? I used to be a big contributor off the bench. Yeah, he was he was he wasn't doing he wasn't doing too hot, man, because he used to be killing over in Portland. But yeah, he he was off tonight. I don't think he had a lot of touches, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Thirteen and twelve for Vooch tonight. But man, um, it's it is what it is, man. We got to win one more. We going home. You know, yeah. we yeah. can sit here and and try to you know analyze this game all we want, but at the end of the day, it's not over. We got to win another game. And, you know, the good thing about it is not one and out. If you win this next game, it takes four victories to knock us out. But the Bulls mm-hmm. got to earn it. They're going to have to go into Miami. They're going to have to win that game. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. I feel like if this was a home game, we would have lost. But I like the Bulls on the road. I like going up against the crowd. I like going to other people's gym and beating them on their floor. Mm-hmm. I like that. I feel like we're more focused. Yeah, and and, and I think the pressure is really more on – on them as the visiting team to really say, you know what, you know, we don't have a crowd with us, you know what I mean? So, 
Mm-hmm. It should give us that extra motivation to really want to go out there and, you know, surprise some folks and, and knock these guys out. So they just got to have that mentality and get, and do that in Miami. Yeah, man. And and, and I'm going to tell you what, um, they, they got some emotion on their side. I think this is Udonis Haslam's last year. Yeah. It is, right? Then they celebrate yep. his career. Yep. Um, so they're celebrating his career right now. So they don't want him to go out with no playoff loss like that. Not against us, definitely. Right. And you got to understand something. Playing against the Hawks is not the same as Miami playing against us. They're going to bring it. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring it. Like, they don't like us. We don't like them. We don't like them. It's like I said, it's a long years of rivalry between these two organizations. And they're they going to come. You know what I'm saying? Because they know we're going to have bragging rights against them. They're not going to allow that. So it's going to be a tough game just because of that. But as far as like Miami um, cohesiveness and how they've been playing mm-hmm. all the way into the play-in um, from the regular season, like they they've been dropping off a little bit. Yep, you gotta look at two matchups: Jimmy and Zach, mm-hmm. two guys that got traded for each other, and Kyle Lowry and Demar Derozan, mm-hmm. two homies. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot more to ride, you know, on this game, and just add those two. All right, when we come back, folks, I'm going to give my final word, and then we're going to wrap up the show after this. Time for the final word. Final word. So the Bulls did it. They're moving on. They beat Toronto 109-105. Blitz a 19-point deficit behind 39 points from Zach Levine. Zach Levine stepped up. He showed that he's clutch. He showed why he makes the big bucks. Now the Bulls move on to face a familiar form of Miami Heat. Tonight, the Bulls built a lot of character. They showed that they can survive anything. They can keep fighting. They can battle from anything. So why fear South Beach? Why fear walking into territory against our arch rival that wants to ruin our playoff chances? The Bulls just got to worry about themselves. Only they can stop themselves, and they learned that tonight. They took Toronto's biggest shot, and it was up to them to give up. And when time they came to give up, they didn't. They fought back and they won the game. So what's the worst that could happen in Miami? That even if we're down, we've proven that we can still come back from anything. So it builds anticipation. It builds unpredictability of what the Bulls will do in the next game. And that's only fun during this time of year of April and spring where the sun is out and playoff basketball is on the arise. The Chicago Bulls have a chance to make it to the postseason. Will they do it? Only time will tell. But one thing is for sure. Tonight, the Bulls proved that without a shadow of a doubt, they can overcome the odds. on the Bulls guys podcast so man the Bulls 
big game tonight, big win. Um, man, and I was out all day and had to set up my new Roku because my old fire stick was messing up and couldn't watch the game. So I had to set that up before I could even watch the game. I only seen the second half. I seen we were down by so many points. I'm like, man, here we go again. But going into this game, I knew, you know, it was going to be tough. You know, Toronto is tough. They always play us tough. And then to go up there in Canada and then, you know, go to another country and go up against that ruckus crowd, Jurassic Park, I knew it was going to be wild. And it's a game that I will watch over again because I didn't get to see the first half. And it was just a really, really good entertaining game. Yeah, it, it was definitely uh, man, it was close to a uh, majority of the game. So yeah, it was it was nice. Uh, did you see not, not to switch gear, but did you see Charles Oakley on the yeah, sideline? Yeah, I seen him on the sideline. Yeah, <laughs> wearing a um, OVO shirt and then gonna have some had another have some Jordans on. Yeah, I seen him. He had the uh, the what, what's the guy's name that's, that's his brand? Drake. Drake. Yeah, Drake. Yeah. He had Drake's brand on with the owl on the shirt. Right. Like this salt type of head. Yeah. <laughs> And then we draft him. Yeah, yeah can't be over there rooting for no Toronto, bro. Against yeah, us, bro. Come yeah, on, bro. Yeah, he's early career before he went to the Knicks. Yo, oh, Oak, you can't do us like that, bro. Then gonna wear some Jordans. I'm like, dude, come on. Well, Jordan is his best friend, so you know. But he was over there rooting for Toronto. But listen, bro. Oak, sorry, man, had to knock him out. Right. But um, yeah, man. Um, so we going to Toronto. We're gonna do a podcast for that as well. Thank you for joining us tonight, fans. Um, I'm happy, you know, we get to survive for another day, at least until Friday. And if we win that, we, we get the playoffs and you know, we get to take a shot at the Milwaukee Buckaroos. Rematch. Rematch. All right, good night, Chicago. Thanks for joining us tonight. Also, like and subscribe to the channel. It helps us out a lot. Helps us grow. Help us keep on bringing you great content. Helps us expand and helps us to you know, keep this longevity and you know, keep on making this like the podcast that we want for you guys. Tonight, Chicago, go Hope.